Thank you. 
Is that what you want?
that you can't figure out what, but why they're acting like this because there is an immaturity and that they, there's a hole there but they're not emotionally whole. Yes. Okay, stay with me. In other words, let's watch this. See, we come from families that are all dysfunctional. Yes, sir. All right. All right. And what happens is this, is when we get engaged with people, we don't always see that they are not whole. Amen. They look like us. They act like us. Amen. But when you get closer, you start discovering there's some dysfunction Amen. that ministry from different being whole. Yeah, yeah. All of us got some shame, some lies, some betrayals, some breakdowns, some disappointments, some unresolved stuff that has messed all of us up. Okay, I'll get it. And if you notice when Jesus healed people, he used the word. He asked, let's, let's, go, let's go here. And so the key thing is this. God is trying to bring us back to the, to the place of being through faith. It's a gift from God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Watch this again. For by grace, now that, that's important. In other words, you can't, listen, you can't earn salvation. There is nothing notorious that we can do to earn salvation. I went with you all. Right. I don't care how smart you are, I don't know what your, it doesn't matter what your connections are. We cannot earn salvation. It's by grace that God bestows upon us. Does that make sense? For by God's gracious act toward us. Now watch this. How do we get that gracious act? Faith. Faith is the avenue in which we, watch this, in which we embrace God's grace to believe. Therefore, because we believe, we are saved. We didn't do anything to earn. It's not about works. Now, this is important because you know what it does? It opens the door to salvation for anybody. Amen. Do you know, listen, there's a song that you probably don't know. Maybe Old Church says, there is a fountain filled with blood. Y'all haven't heard that. Amen. Drawn from Emmanuel's veins where sinners plunge beneath the blood. They said, uh, uh, the dying feet, watch this, rejoice to see that fountain in his day. And there may I, though vile as he. In other words, salvation is open for even the worst of the worst sinners. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And it comes through having faith that I believe in God and God gives us the grace. Listen, understand. Faith does not save us. It's God that saves us. Faith is the way we get his attention. For God to save us. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, verse 5. But to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies, watch it, his key word, ungodly. His faith is a prayer that's us Break that down. Listen to me carefully, everybody. This is important. The one that does work, he can say, that's my money. Mm -hmm. I've earned it. But watch this. But the one who does not work, and then watch this, but believes he's justified. Now, why is that so important? Because I think we don't understand 
He, he justifies even the ungodly. There are people that think their good works is enough to get them saved. They're misunderstood. It's not about your good works. It's the fact of being able to believe the one who does not work but believes. All right, think about this. If you uh, didn't have a job, you wish you could, you've been looking for a job. You, could have, you didn't have a job. But watch this. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, all your bills are paid. Mm. Not because you earned it. But the fact is, it's been taken care of by somebody who had the power to do so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what, that's what he's trying to say. Salvation is about, it's about believing in God. That's the one who just, and here, he, listen, ungodly, that's so important because there are people that still believe that salvation is only for a certain people, for a certain class of people. No, y'all not talking to me. Some folk have been made to feel as if their sin is too dirty. Yeah. For God to deal with. But he's letting us know, listen, but he who believes in him, he, he justifies the ungodly. His faith, because he believes, it, it puts in his account, watch this, no longer guilty, but righteous. Amen. And that's something, here's the thing, none of us can earn it on our own. Amen. In other words, we're not smart enough, Amen. we're not skilled enough, that we can get a credit for righteousness. We need someone greater than ourselves Amen. to justify Amen. us. Okay, that, that's important. Okay, here we go. Listen, you go back to that book. Go back. This is important because watch this. When you look at um, Exodus chapter 23, verse 7, it says, the law says, I will not justify the wicked. Now, when you start searching scripture, even Deuteronomy chapter 25, verse 51, the Old Testament judge was commanded to justify the righteous and condemn the wicked. That's Old Testament. Say Old Testament. Old Testament. Even in First uh, Kings chapter 8, 31 through 32, even Solomon, he dedicated the temple. He asked God to condemn the wicked and justify the righteous. Do y'all see the flaw of the Old Testament? In other words, the good people justify yes. and the bad people condemn. Yes. But here God does this. God does the opposite. When you look at the New Testament, God is justifying what Paul says, the ungodly. I don't know if y'all get it. That means he gives us a chance for salvation. Okay? He justifies us. And, and you know why he does it? Because there's not enough God in us to justify ourselves. You can't, there's not holy, we, you can't find holiness in us to justify ourselves. And see, the thing is this. What Pharisees believe, if you were good on the outside, that ought to be enough to justify you. When nothing, when about works, it's about God justifying the wicked. Do you then believe, do you honestly believe that God can justify anybody? Yes, 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 yes. yes. What if he shot your cousin? You yes. still believe that you, that person that did that wrong can be justified. Yes. What if they broke into your house and stole all your stuff? Y'all yes. not saying nothing. Do you believe? Because you'll be surprised the number of folk in church that don't believe that he can justify wicked folk like us. 
Got it. All right, watch this. Watch this. Go to Romans chapter five. I'm gonna come back to this. Uh, come back to this. Go to Romans chapter five. Let me show you. Are y'all there? It just turned over. Just one page. Okay. All right. Look at it. Here it is. Watch this. Verse eight. What does it say? Somebody read it nice and loudly. What does verse eight say? What is it? Because you got to. What does verse eight say? Because it's, it's a very important verse of the scripture. Okay. All right. You. you okay. Go ahead. But God committed his love toward us, in that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. In others, when you look at, when you look at chapter 5, and I don't want to break it down too much because we're going to be talking talk about it uh, next week. When you look at the, the people in ch chapter 5, it was people who were enemies of God. It was people that were wayward toward God. It was folks that had gone their own way, did not pay any attention to God. God still put his love on display while we were at our worst. And I don't know about you, don't love me when I'm at my best. Because that's easy to do. But when I have messed up, when I've fallen short, that's when I need folk to love on me. Not when I'm doing good and everything is going well, but when I fall short. And that's what he said, God put his love on display so the public would know. That's how he justifies us, okay? All right, let's go back, okay? All right, here it is. Now I want you to watch something. This is very important. Look at this, okay? Um, verse uh, 6. Now what he does is this. He's going to use David. And I'm trying to find Psalms 32 and Psalms 51. Psalms 32 and Psalms 51. Psalms 32 and Psalms 51. Now watch this. Just as David also speaks of the blessings on the man to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Go to the next verse. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds have been forgiven and whose sins have been covered. We're going to walk through this, okay? You got to find Psalms 32 and Psalms 51. Okay. Are you there? Okay. Now, I need you to hang on to that, okay? Somebody find 2 Samuel chapter 11 and chapter 12, and all this is going to make sense, what David is saying in, in that verse, okay? He's using it for an illustration. 2 Samuel. Let's start around... Uh, Let's start around the last part of the, uh, chapter 11, 2 Samuel, because this is going to lead into uh, Psalms, okay? Here's what's going on. In the springtime, all men and kings went to war. Okay, lock that in. They went to war, but at this particular time, Watch this. David chooses not to go to war, which is unusual. Now, here's the part that you don't know. David does not go to war, and one of the reasons why he does not go to war is because David is still grieving over the loss of his closest friend, Jonathan. So he does not go to war. 
But while standing home, he looks out, and there's Bathsheba. She's taking a shower, bath, whatever you want to call it. And he notices her, and he asks, who is she? You got to stay with me. When he asks, the answer comes who she belongs to, who she's connected to. Now watch this. She is the granddaughter of his closest confidant, Ahithophel. Okay, Bathsheba is the granddaughter of David's road dog, Ahithophel. He finds out who she belongs to, and he yet still sins for her. Okay, are y'all with me so far? Is that wicked or not wicked? When you know that that's your best friend's granddaughter and you still send for her. Okay, y'all, okay, y'all ain't seen Wicked yet, okay? All right, watch this. He gets her pregnant, you know the story, he gets her pregnant, sends her home, asks her husband to come home, and tries to make him go home and sleep with her. He brings him to his house, as a matter of fact, before he makes him go home, try to get him drunk. Because bringing drunk puts him in a certain mood. It's in the Bible. Y'all, y'all sitting there like, oh, it's in the Bible. To put him in the mood that he want to be home to be with his wife. Instead, he sleeps right in front of the palace. Cannot get him to go home. Now watch this. Now things are not looking good. He has his best friend's granddaughter pregnant. The husband has been serving in the military. He ain't even been home. Touched her. It's about to come public. So the best thing to do, watch this, is to put the husband on the front line, pull back the troops, and get him killed. Now y'all not listen to what I'm saying. This is David, God's chosen king. This is David, the man at the God's own heart. And you see how low he can go. At least now that you listen to the story. Okay. Once he does that, by the time we get to chapter 12, we're there, okay, we're there. God then talks to Nathan the prophet. I need you to go and deal with David. Now, I'm going to show you something. Watch this, watch this. This is the, this is the killer part. Uh, Nathan comes and tells him what's going on. Listen, look at, uh, uh, look at, I like this little parent. Can we read all of it? Who wants to read it? Okay. Start at verse 2. It's not so apparent because you got to watch this. Am I correct? Yeah, go ahead. Thank you for being my Chapter 12, verse number 2. Okay. The rich man had exceeded many flocks now and he, herds. Watch this. David, listen, Nathan has to confront David for his wrong. See, here's the thing you can hide it from man, but you can't hide it from God. Does that make sense? And see, a lot of times we think we're getting away with what we do because man has not seen it, but God does. Now watch what happens, okay? But the poor man has nothing, save one little eat lamb, lamb, which he had brought and nourished up. And he grew up together with him and with his children. He did eat of his own meat and drink of his own cup and lay in his bosom this poor man has one little ewe lamb. One. 
Just all he had is one. Poor man. He's attached. Now watch the rest of this parable. You got to see what, what unfolds. We're talking about David now. Go ahead. And there came a traveler unto the rich man, and he spared the shape of his own flock and of his own herd, to dress up as a wayfaring man that was coming to him. But took the poor man's lamb and dressed it up for the man that was come to him. He takes one poor man's lamb. That's this man that only has one. He takes it. He's using his parable. He, this man takes it. And he had, watch this. This other man had more lambs than he could spare. But he takes this one man's lamb. That don't sound good, does it? Now watch what happened. You know this. Go ahead, hold, hold on a second. You can do wrong and not even realize how much wrong you've done. Or you can forget that what you've done. Come on, man. Okay. I, so I say everybody that ain't dead knows your record. There's some folks that know your record. They ain't all dead. Watch this. Here was that. And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said unto Nathan, Now watch this. See, you be so, watch, y'all missing all of this. Now David has done all this dirt. Now watch this. Now uh, Nathan gives him a, a parable. He is upset because this man, a man would do that to a poor man. Y'all not looking at how, they, how people point fingers. Go ahead, watch that. Here it is. As the Lord liveth, the man that hath done these things shall surely die. Ooh. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he had no pity. And Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. You the one. Thus said the Lord God of Israel. That's enough right there. Yeah. You, you the one. You the one that I was referring to. You the one that messed up. When David gets confronted, because this is all connected to Romans. When David gets confronted, watch this. Understand, he writes Psalms 32 and Psalms 51. In Psalms 32, what does he say? Somebody's got it. How blessed is those, is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Keep going. How blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept sounding about my Now what spirit, David said, I'm a happy man. The fact is this, watch this. That God did not impute wickedness in my account. But my sins have been covered. Are y'all with me so far? So David is saying, listen, he said, there's two things he's saying. Number one, God forgives sin, but also watch this, and he does not impute righteous, I mean, uh, he does not impute a wickedness. Listen, and watch this. And then said, what's it? He does not. Deal with our sins like they should be dealt with. Let's go to Psalm 61. I'm showing you what I'm talking about. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. Go to Psalm 61. That's good. That's good. That's, oh, okay. that's good. Okay, 51. Now, watch this. He cries out to God, have mercy. Read those first. Psalm 51. Be gracious to me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the greatness of your compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only, I have sinned and done 
what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified when you speak and blameless when you, you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the innermost being, and in the hidden part you will make me know wisdom. Purify me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be withered than, whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness. Let the bones which have been broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out my iniquities. And you see what David said, God, you forgive sins. But not only that, watch this, you give second chances. Now, and, and, and so he simply, and here's the message for us is this, listen. After salvation, you will sin. Did I say you should? I said you will. Because you have, watch this, we live in a contaminated shell. So temptation is just the fact that where we house God's spirit. Now, do I have to sin? No. But you will. Because we will. Understand this. Scripture tells us, listen, God will not impute wickedness. But what's in our account is Christ's perfect righteousness. And that's a whole lot to wrap your mind around. See, that's what, listen, it's, it's in our account, the fact that we're God's children because we have confessed our sin. We have a relationship with him. Listen, and watch this. So God has put in our account his son's perfect righteousness. Our sins have been dealt with at the cross. So watch this. There is no sin that you and I commit even on tomorrow that takes God by surprise. It was covered under Calvary. Does that make sense? So, it, no, I'm not saying you should sin, but understand how God operates. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. Listen. So, uh, David proclaimed by God's gracious provision, his lawless uh, deeds have been forgiven because his many particular sins have been covered because of the base, uh, because the basic sin and depravity of his fallen nature, the Lord will not take that into account. Wow. That's what David is saying. Wow. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds have been forgiven. Go back. Okay, here it is. That's good. That's good. And whose sins have been covered. Now he knows. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will not take into account. Wow. What does that mean? What does that mean? Nothing. I've been covered. I've been covered. Exactly. What, what, what this is simply saying is this. God does, it simply said this. David said, listen, and Paul quotes this in the New Testament. God does not impute wickedness or our sins. Listen, God imputes righteousness. Listen, listen, we are covered by his blood. We're covered. You'll get it later. You'll get it later, okay? Okay, Abraham, watch this. Uh, Abraham, David, and you and I, if we want to be connected to God, listen, we got to be justified by believing him. That's, that's the key, justified by faith. Uh, Abraham was justified by grace and not law. Let's read Romans chapter 9, I mean 4. I'm sorry, chapter 4, verse 9 and 12. Is this blessing then the circumcised? He's moving to. Let me take a second. When Paul writes this letter, you have to understand He's having conversations in his head 
with different arguments that's going to come up against what he's saying. So that's why he puts things in, in, in rhetorical questions. He, he knows that with, with, with having a Gentile audience and a Jewish audience, these questions are going to come up. And here's the big question. Abraham, he was justified not by works. Amen. You said he was justified by faith. So he said, I know how you are. He said, so here's what you're probably thinking. Is this blessing then on the circumcised or the uncircumcised? For we say faith was a credit to Abraham as righteousness. So they're getting now, he's moving to this issue of uh, when did Abraham, when did Abraham uh, uh, get justified? Was it after he was circumcised or before he was circumcised? I'm going to explain some of this in a second, okay? Is this confusing? No. Okay, all right. How is it then credit? While he was circumcised or uncircumcised? Not while circumcised, but while uncircumcised. Here, here's the dialogue that he's having. I know y'all wondering, Abraham, mm, he has been credited as righteousness. Well, when did it come? Before he got circumcised or after? Because they want to believe that God accredited Abraham's account after he was circumcised. Because to the Jews, I'm getting there, I ain't there yet. Circumcision was important. And for some Jews, they felt that circumcision was really salvation. Yeah. Yeah. And if you had not been circumcised, okay, all right, so he says, I got news for you, listen. And he received a sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of, his, of the faith, which he had while uncircumcised. In other words, when God chose Abraham, and listen, when he blessed Abraham, when he put it in Abraham's account, it wasn't because he was circumcised. It was before he was circumcised. Okay, this is going to cause a problem in a minute. Okay, so that he might be the father of all who believe without being circumcised. Because for the Jew, circumcision was required for salvation. Okay, that righteousness would be accredited. And the father of circumcision to those who are not only are who are not only of circumcision, but also followed in the steps of faith of our father Abraham, which he had while uncircumcised. So the big argument again is, uh, should we hang on to this ritual that we have about circumcision? Because what, what Paul is trying to point out to them, if you want to get technical, based upon your definition of what a Jew is, you could almost call Abraham a Gentile. Why? Because, watch this, when God blessed him, when God, watch this, when God blessed him and put it in his account, he was uncircumcised. And so, listen, this is 14 years before he has his child. God puts it in his account. Okay. And the father of circumcision, I read this already. Okay, let's go. For the promise to Abraham or to his descendants, is that he would be an heir of the world was not through law, we had that up here earlier, but through the righteousness of his faith. For if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made void and the promise is nullified. And this is again the argument. Law, really, versus having faith being justified. That's what, the, that's what this whole thing is about, okay? For the law brings about wrath, but where there is no law, there is no violation. He's saying this, Abraham, when you look at Abraham's situation, 
He was circumcised, listen, he was circumcised after the blessing, not before. He was, and that circumcision was, watch this, was a sign and a seal that he had encountered God. Not, again, this did not come before he believed, but it came after he believed. After he believed, as a result, the circumcision became a sign of him believing. Come a little bit closer. We don't baptize people to get them into heaven. We baptize people based upon what? They believe first. Now I'm going to show y'all something. Y'all are not going to like it tonight um, because it's going to mess you up. Listen, when you get baptized, I ain't got time. How, how much time is it? What? I might get there. Listen, when you get baptized, your first baptism, is it water or is it spirit? Spirit. How many ain't going to even answer? Say, I, ain't gonna, I don't want to be wrong, so I ain't going to try to answer. How many of you are saved? Raise your hand. I won't say. I'm going to teach you something. And I, you know what? I'm giving y'all everything. I'm, listen, here's what you do. And you're going to find it in John, somewhere between John chapter 15 and 16. But listen to me carefully. Everybody look this way. The first baptism that you have is not water, but a spirit. It is a baptism, watch this, of the Holy Spirit. Watch this. When you read Ephesians, watch this. God, listen, creates foundation. You read on to Ephesians chapter 1, Christ comes and dies for us. Y'all are not Bible students. I can tell y'all look at me like y'all lost. The last part of Ephesians chapter 1, side, verse 13 says, after you've heard the word of God preached, you accept it. You believe. Watch this. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit. That's, that, that comes before your water baptism. And that's why folks tell you you got to tear for the Holy Ghost. You got it. Your, listen, your first baptism is in the Spirit, and he seals us until the day of Jesus Christ. We have, we've been sealed. And so watch this. Like, watch this. The circumcision for Abraham Watch this. The seal was, listen, that circumcision was his seal. And that's how Jews got it all messed up. They thought that you needed circumcision before salvation. Or for salvation. That's not the case. Abraham got circumcised after he believed. For the believer, understand this is important, that when we confess our sin, when we ask Jesus Christ to come into our lives, instantly, we are covered with the Holy Spirit. That's, that's the first baptism that we get. The water baptism becomes, watch this, an act of obedience to what has already happened in the Spirit. So that's why we, when I tell you, we don't put them in the water to save them. They're already saved. So number one, as an act of obedience, when Christ commands us, watch this, to go ye therefore into all the world, you, you remember that? Yeah. Make disciples? Yes, nod your head because you look like you've been. Yeah. Look like you've been to Sunday school. <laughs> Baptize them in the name of the Father. Listen, so that becomes, watch this, an act of obedience. Yeah. Yeah. But that act of, of obedience is based upon you already being sealed with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I ask anybody, do you believe? Yeah. And their response is what? Yes. Yeah. Notice the declaration that comes out in obedience. What? To God's command. That's right. 
then based upon your profession of faith, that's why I baptize you. It's an act of obedience. And watch this. But number two, it also becomes a public statement to show that you can now identify with Christ. So we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Like circumcision in Old Testament for the Jew, it was not necessary, it was not a prerequisite for salvation. But because of being accredited as righteousness, then you circumcise as a seal. But the Jews twisted it. We'll get to the later. Have I lost you all? Okay. Okay. And so, why does Abraham circumcise? Can I tell you why? Yes. Thank you. I'll talk over here. Yeah. <laughs> it was a reminder. Watch this, y'all. This is good teaching. I just wish y'all understood. The seal was a reminder of the promise that God had made to Abraham. Remember, God told Abraham, I'm going to bless your seed. There are no children around. He's getting older. Sarah's getting older. Shop is starting to close down. And yet God has made this promise. What does it say? We're going to get to it in a second. Abraham believed in spite of what his circumstances looked like. He trusted God. And because he trusted and had faith in God, God put in his account righteousness. Once the righteousness goes into his account, 14 years later, as a reminder of the promise, Abraham then commits this thing of circumcision, and that's a sign, a seal of God's promise. Now, I, 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 you ain't going to like this, because y'all don't read the Bible, so it ain't going to make sense to you. So, watch this. When I tell you in Ephesians, we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. Okay. Jesus, calm down, Hudson. You know what that means? It means this, and this is important. When you understand, you have to understand the culture in which Paul is talking. When he says we are sealed, yeah. understand that meant this. When anything in antiquity was sealed, yes. first of all, it was sealed by the king. You're going to get this, I know. Once the king put his insignia on it, the seal on it, that meant this. You couldn't touch it, and you couldn't open it. It was, listen, it had the king's insignia, and if, the, if you tampered with it, it meant death. So Paul is saying to us, we have been sealed. That means this, listen, that means the king has put his insignia on us in, 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 watch this, in the form of the Holy Spirit. And watch this, because you, when you read Corinthians, it says this, it is our Arabon, it is our down payment of God's promise. What is God's promise? God's promise of salvation. Where we, watch this, so where we move from justified to being sanctified, and watch this, the promise is that we'll be glorified. We will be as he is. Don't look at me right now. But the time is going to come when I will be just like him. And I wear the seal. The Holy Spirit has marked me out. It's my 
down payment. Y'all, do y'all read y'all Bible? It's the Arabah. It's the promised pledge. I don't know, but that's good news. Amen. That you are walking around, signed, sealed, and delivered. All you have to do is just wait on the promise of him coming. That's what it is. It's the down payment. Okay. All right, let me move on, okay? Uh, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Uh, let, let, and let me give you something. Turn to Colossians chapter 2, okay? Because y'all still stuck in the circumcision. What does it mean? Listen, you can be what we call spiritually circumcised. And I'm talking about more than the removal of the foreskin. It means taking off the old nature and putting on the new nature through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Does it make sense? Yeah. Who's got Colossians chapter 2, verse 10 and 12? Who will read that for me? Colossians chapter 2, verse 10, 11, and 12. And we are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, in whom ye also are circumcised with circumcision made without hands in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. What Paul is saying, we too, watch it, have been circumcised, but not removal of the foreskin. Right. It's a spiritual circumcision where we have taken off the old, we have cut away the old, and we have now put on the new. Yes. Okay, does that make sense? Yes. Okay, all right. Okay, let's read Romans 12. Romans 4.12, okay. I, I like this teaching. I just, it's probably too much, but I probably should have watered it down a little bit more, okay. Uh, chapter 4, verse 12. 12. Let's just go back. Bottom circumcision, and not only those who circumcised, but also who follow in the steps of faith. That makes us identify with Abraham, okay, where Abraham's children, listen, while he himself had been uncircumcised, okay. 13, here we go. For well, the promise to Abraham, or his descendants, is that there would be an heir of the world, was not through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. And we are following in the same steps of Abraham, because we too believe, okay? All right, 14, for if those who are of the law heirs, faith is made void, and the promise is nullified. Here we go, 15. Now, for the law brings about wrath. Now, understand this. The law was designed, and I went through all this earlier. The law was designed, watch this. It could not save us. But the law could show us what our wrong is. And the law was so high that nobody could keep the law except for Christ. Watch this. Even the custodians of the law, which are the Pharisees, they couldn't even keep the law. Okay, watch this. In the fullness of time, I'm in Galatians chapter 4. In the fullness of time, when the time was just right, God sent forth his son, watch this, born of a woman, watch this, born under the law, so that he could redeem us. Watch this, Christ lived under the law. He's the only one that could keep the law. Watch this. For us, thank God for grace. Because none of us could keep that law. 
I don't care how well read you are, none of us can keep it. That's why we need grace. I'm going to say it one more time. On your worst day, you need grace. But don't get beside yourself. Because even on your best day, because the law can still show us how wrong we are even on our best day, we still need grace. There's never a time that we don't need God's grace. So don't try to put it on the shelf. We need it every day. Okay? And so the law could only, listen, listen, it only brought about wrath because the fact is, as long as we were under the law, we were also under condemnation because we could not keep it. Then what's this? But whatever, come back. And here's what Abraham, listen, where there is no law, there was no violation. And before Abraham's time, watch it, the law didn't exist until later. Moses brings about the law. Okay. For this reason, it is by faith, in order that it may be in accordance with grace, so that the promise will be guaranteed to all descendants, not only to those who are of the law, but also those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, a father of many nations I made you to promise to Abraham, okay, in the presence of him and uh, whom he believed, even God, who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. Now, you know what he's talking about right here? He's talking about God is able to call things that were dead into being. Now you, but you still don't know what he's talking about, do you? Just, no, no, watch this. You don't know what you're talking about, do you? No. Tell us, Pastor. Okay, I'll tell you. In this context, watch this. Here's what he's referring to. Watch this. This Because this is important. What he's talking about right here, Sarah and Abraham were beyond the years of bearing a child. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start over. A father of many nations. I made a promise in the presence of him whom he believed. Even God who gives life to death. He's talking about this, the promise that God had made to Abraham. He was able to bring what was dead into life. At 90, Sarah's womb was not working. And at 100, his testosterone went that high. Now at 100, y'all talk back to me, church. Stuff was shut down, and God can speak life. Y'all missing all of this to something that's dead. God can call it into existence. I'm teaching Bible, and y'all so, in other words, watch this. God can speak, and whatever is dead can come to life. Does that make sense? And that's what he's talking about. He's, he's talking about Sarah's womb was shut. Okay, so let's read the rest of it. Y'all ain't getting none of this out. In hope against hope. Come on, Abraham. Abraham believed. The shop was shut down. God had promised him. Here it is almost 25 years that it expired. That promise has not come into fruition. Abraham said, I'm going to be taking a nap at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm tired. I'm, old. I'm 100 years old. Ain't nothing happening. And Sarah said, right, go to sleep because I'm tired too. But God speaks. Abraham believed, even though I'm dried up, wrinkled, and old, if God said I'm going to have a child, I'm going to have it. Because watch, watch, he can call dead things to life. Y'all missing all this, okay? He said, 
that he might become the father of many nations according to that which he had. Okay, y'all, go to Hebrews chapter 11. Y'all don't listen to nothing I say. Go to Hebrews chapter 11, okay? Are y'all with me so far? Abraham believed it, so God has God is going to fulfill that promise. Okay, uh, uh, listen, he, listen. He had confidence that it will happen. He trusted God. He trusted God. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Let's look at. Uh, watch this. Hebrews chapter eleven. Felicia, am I losing y'all? Hmm. You right with us? She said she ought to drive with my pastor. Okay. All right. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Listen, look at verse uh, 8, 9, 10, and 11. Let's read 12. All of them. Who's going to read it? 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. This is good. Read like your country. Come on, read it. Read it good. Because this is good stuff. Watch it. Watch what happens. This is, this is the hall of faith that he's talking about. Let's go ahead. Bye. Go ahead, just whoever got the mic. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed by going out to a place which he was to receive from an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. He's trusting God. God has called him from the Mesopotamia. Hey, I got a place for you. I, I, I'm going to make it fun. He follows God without even knowing what. Can you do that? Can you trust God enough to say, where you leave me, I will follow? He follows it. Not even knowing. By faith, he lived as an alien in the land of promise. That's the promised land. Okay, watch this. As in a foreign land, mm -hmm. dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, fellow heirs of the same promise. For he was looking for the city which had foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah herself received the ability to conceive, even beyond the proper time of life. Y'all get that? That's what I'm talking about. He, 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 listen. It's trusting God, even when it does not make sense to, to believe him. If God said it, yeah. you, you have enough confidence that whatever God says, God is well able and capable to perform. Do you believe that? Yeah. Even Sarah, when it says that shop was closed down, you see that? Yeah. She was beyond the years, and yet God can call dead things alive. Yeah. Now, what's that saying to you? That no matter how dead your situation may look, God has the power to speak life to your situation. Yeah. And I just want to ask, anybody ever had God to step in and speak life to a dead situation? You've been trying to bring life resuscitated, it ain't working for you, and yet God steps in? Because whenever God makes a promise, you can, listen, you can take it to the bank because he's going to bring it to pass. The key is hanging in there, waiting and trusting God, even when your faith is, is being stretched to the limit. That you can still trust him. I think everybody tired tonight. Let me just ask, do you have that kind of confidence? That even after waiting, if God puts you on hold for 25 years, can you still trust him? Y'all ain't saying nothing. Because some of y'all are like, uh-uh. Okay. All right, let's go. 19. Without becoming weak in faith, he didn't, he didn't waver, he didn't get weak, he didn't contemplate his own body. Uh, listen, now as good as dead, he knew, Abraham knew 
wasn't, listen, at 100 years old, wasn't a whole lot going on. He knew it. That's what Look at the screen. Because y'all look at me. Look, look. Not as good as dead. What do y'all think he's talking to? Come, Come on, will y'all please wake up? Y'all grown and y'all act like y'all scared. This is scripture. Am I making this up? Is it on the screen? Yes, right, okay, without becoming weak in faith, he comforted his own body, now as good as dead. He looked at himself and said, ain't nothing, ain't nothing at all. That's what it said. Okay. okay. Is this too much R for you all? Okay, let's go to Psalms. Let's just start. Close, we're not going to do the rest of Romans. Let's just shut down tonight. Next week, we're doing Psalms. Psalms 23. Y'all like, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. You like him soft. Let's go on. Okay. And the deadness of Sarah's womb. There was, there was no activity going on. Okay. Jesus. Let's get through this. And yet, with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith. It's the same kind of faith that Mary has when the angel says to her, you're going to have a child. She says, wait, I'm not doing nothing. Okay, y'all did read the Bible. She does say that. I'm a virgin. Let's read. Go ahead. And being fully sure of what God has promised, he was willing to perform. Therefore, it was also great to him as righteousness. That kind of faith. Go ahead. Now, not for his sake only was it written that is credit to him, but for our sake also, to whom it be credited as those who believe in him. So Abraham was just an example. Not, not just for Abraham, but for us. Amen. And there's so much in that y'all sleep on because there's so much. He trusted God, not even knowing where God was taking him. He trusted God even though the odds were coming against him. He still, he believed, and it was, it was put in his account as righteousness. As those who believe in him, who raised Jesus Christ from dead, it's the same thing for us. And he was delivered over because of our transgression. And he was raised because of our justification. Come on, Jesus Christ. In fact, that's what he was doing. That's why, I, okay, no one, okay. It's 7 o'clock. I should have known. Y'all got that. Let me out of here look. Um, chapter 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3, and chapter 4 are probably the most complicated chapters in Romans. But you got to get that foundation so you can understand chapter 5, 6, 7, 8. Because those, that's going to be another segment. If I lost you tonight, or you're confused about something, will you ask me now? Raise your hand. So anything. I think I'm hearing you correctly. You're saying the water baptism? You're saying the water baptism consummates? Well, 
Yeah, it, if you want to say it's a public declaration, yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it is a public con consummation, yes, yes, yes. Because that's, a, watch this, that becomes, watch this, the public record of saying I belong to Christ, where everybody now knows you can identify. That's, that's true, yeah. Consummate's a good word. Okay. Wonder if it never happens. If what? a person has been baptized in the spirit, but they never chose to be baptized by the water. If you've been baptized in the spirit, that's why, I, okay, let me explain. When you choose Jesus Christ, you automatically, that's your first baptism. The second baptism is required as an act of obedience. Here's the problem that the church has done. Y'all are not going to like this, and I'm not going to go ahead and say it anyway, because y'all are 75, you're mad already. I'm not going to say it. What the church has done is this. We play Russian roulette in determining when we're going to baptize. See, baptism really should occur on the spot. When you read Acts, this is too much. I said, like I said, y'all can get me out of here. When you read Acts, he says, what's stopping me from being baptized? There's water yes, right here. Yes. But we have to wait. And we used to wait once a month. Right. Amen. Remember I said law is some man-made stuff that we make up based on customs and all of that? Really, it should occur as an act of obedience right away. That's what should happen. But now, do we do it? No. Because it just don't seem right, does it? But if a person never received water baptism, would, would that stop them from going ahead? Watch this. God shall love the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the belief. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a strong believer in this. When you confess and you repent, I believe God saves us. I believe that once I'm saved, I'm sealed until the day of Jesus Christ, which means I believe that when I die, I believe I'm going to heaven based on what my interpretation of scripture is. So here's the thing. The belief, the faith, Who? Enos. 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 The eunuch? Are you talking about the eunuch in Acts? Now, if you're talking about Enoch and, uh, uh, who walked with God, there was not that, that was not baptism under the old law. Okay, that, that's in the Old Testament. He's in the Old Testament. Okay. Okay. E N O C H. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Grace, watch this. Everybody, you got to hear me on this. 
Grace is what God gives to us. Spring. Makes sense. Okay. So I think that we, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, I'm praying just because I want to encourage people during this time. To, tomorrow, do you have some availability? That way I can get with you here and show you what I've seen as kind of the best angles. Okay. To okay. Just, okay. Just let me know what's home. Okay. Are we using an iPad or a phone? Probably a combination of both. They both kind of work just the same. What I've watched, uh, as long as you have your phone stabilized, this way and stabilized, it'll look just as good. If you have an iPad that has internet access, we're more than open to using it. How is our internet right now? That is another thing. It's going to, we just need to probably make sure we do a, a check. Because Seems to me, well, the time to move is when you do that on five people, Timmy, make a comment that kept losing signal. Uh, I've seen certain ones, I think the Mother Fox game was really good. Okay. Not some of the ones that are doing out there are but you know what I had to do? I had to come off from the church's website in order to, for it to be that way. Because it keeps dropping. Yes, sir. We got to. We got we increased the churches, but we also got our personal one too for the media. So, but that's the thing too. The media, that's why we got out so we don't ever drop our YouTube anymore. But we make sure we got our personal one so we don't have an issue. Because see, I can't even can get. Give, we can give certain. With it, with it only being like us, anyway, yo, as long as it's just a minimum amount of people, mm -hmm. it's good. Because you got to realize the church used to cover everybody coming to church. So everybody got the Wi-Fi now to come to church. So. But it, people, and sorry, Rodney, but it but but it doesn't. It's even not. Even it's, it's not. I cannot use the church's website. Have you used the, so, the private? No. Okay. Well, I don't have access to that. Are you talking about when you use it? It's about when you just hear by yourself. No. Period. Yeah. When you got everybody here. I know if I try to use it, if I get hot, if I get in a hot spot, it'll, it only lasts for so long and then it'll drop. So I have to go to my Verizon. But I, I can put yours on the medium ones since you're going to use it for this right here. So I, I don't want to get too many people in there just for that reason because we have some time to drop out. But yeah, I can definitely get you one for the medium. And if, if we can, just for a moment, because I've been here today working on our system up there to find out what's going on in the box, in the booth. We have, we have pieces of equipment missing that runs, yes sir, we have a POA, a PEO box that's missing that runs our sign out front. And so now we're, to, we're completely disconnected. All I noticed was that little white box up there. Right, we have that, but the reason why it's not fired up is because our PEO box is missing. And what someone has done, they have taken the original route 
and uh, moved it, where now the router is moving from our main box, our wireless box that goes to the outside sign, they've rerouted it to go into the link Linksy box, and yeah, we're not. That's how I was going to wait to go to the main one. No, we have a, we have a P, well. I know the box might be missing. The box is missing. So I called the company, and the company said we're covered. And what they would do is, you know, send us another one. But that's what's missing. That's the reason why we can't use our sign out front. I understand. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. That's news to me. Yeah, that's news to me too. Because company, we just lost. Uh, <laughs> well. It's only about a two-by-two black box that you connect your Ethernet in the bottom. You have two lines for your Ethernet uh, cords, and it runs from the hub to the Ethernet cord, I mean, to the little box. So we'll have to come from the router to get into the box. Right, and the little box that I'm talking about, the PEL box, it plugs directly into your outlet. So you have your outlet, your EO box, you have your two hub, I mean your two. I got, I got what you're saying. And, I, and so that's missing. Okay. And so that's the reason why we're no longer connected. When did this happen? You know what? I would get a message sometimes at 2 o'clock in the morning telling us that our sign was offline. And that started, I know, over maybe a month or so ago. Yeah, because I, I, I come past here sometimes. I think I said the archer. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's happening. So they have been contacting me, but I've been thinking ever since I went back in there and uh, started rearranging some things within the software, I started noticing that it was still saying that we were up. But then two days later, I get another Sign. So I was thinking what was happening. This is what I thought was happening, that there was interference in the cloudware. I thought interference was causing the IP addresses to be confused and mixed up because we have more than one router. So that's what I thought was going on. And I know that static address will soon, you know, reinitialize itself. So when it didn't, I was like, okay, something else is going on. And that's when I found out. Today when I came over, I was like, okay, that's what's missing. So I called the guy. And he said, yeah, that's missing. Okay, we're trying to find it. What I'd like to do all of you is, because everybody here sitting there looking, we're trying to look like we really understand what's happening. None of us got what y'all saying. I know what it is. I know what it is. I mean, they got it. Okay. And I'm sorry, but I'm just saying, so in order for us to have all of our parts to work. No, no, we don't have to talk. I just don't understand. We definitely don't have to talk. Okay. I've been working a whole lot of time. Okay. No, you guys, whatever you say, it sounds good. We just listen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know it's a PE box or something. <laughs> but maybe y'all can get together and tweak that. Karen, yes. let me ask you a question. Here's mm -hmm. another thing. If, all right, if we do a live stream, you all tell me, do we need to make DVDs for people who like DVDs? No. For those who may miss it, do we want to consider making because if that's the case, we would need the media people to do the camera stuff. But if we said, I, I'm asking you all, because see, I, I know we got two different groups, millennials and, uh, what do you want to call us? I don't know about VHS. VHS people, yeah. <laughs> or DVD people. The issue you will run into, it's not that it will be a problem, but aesthetically it's going to look 
weird because now you've got these cameras that are here to do the DVD, but then in the shot you're going to accidentally see just like a random iPad or an iPhone uh, or an uh, iPhone just not question. in the in the distance. Are we going? Are y'all just going? Are y'all just going to put on stands? Yeah. Okay, then let's do this. Let's try to minimize everything that we can. Let's go how you want to set it up. And then we'll, we'll, we'll scaffold in other stuff as we go along. Okay. Because what I'm told is this. This thing is, might last until May 1st. I got a question too. Even with that. We could. Depends on what y'all posting. Are you putting it in the front? Center front? It would need Not to be. Not necessarily straight down the aisle, but... Some of the angles I've seen them are enough where you can see the pastor. One of them is directly front, uh, but just depending on how we look well, at Well, that's the reason I was asking the other mm -hmm. night, how many are we trying to use because of the different angles and the different moving parts? Mm -hmm. I know it previously, originally, pastor had said something about maybe using the um, PowerPoints. So I knew there still is going to be movement. Mm -hmm. So to keep it fluent, I was thinking that maybe we use more than one. That's the reason why I suggested the difference between going live right now and live pre, I mean, after editing, you can blend all that together and it look like one piece. But we're talking about doing live for real live. And that, the, the thing about it is they, there's, there's, I'm just talking directly to them, there's hubs and software I personally own, I, I have it, mm -hmm. where if you're connected, you can, um, during the live, you can move your phones like right, right. but we don't have it. So, right yeah, now. I guess so I don't have it. Until we start adding that stuff in, I think we start simple. Now, this is a good question, too. Yeah. This is for everybody. Are we going to continue doing live streaming, or is this just a temporary thing? We're now temporary. Okay, but let's thank you. If, if, if it works... That'll give us time for me to see. Okay, but right now, let's go with the fact temporary. Okay, so we're gonna try to use temporary means to do this thing. Mm -hmm. okay, so we don't really need to go all out. We just need to get something in body. Right, and then, you know, critique and work on it so that, and you know, should it come to something that we want And the thing is, is, I'm not saying we will not do it, but let's put T on it for temporary and see how it works. Okay. See how it works for me. Because see what it does, especially after Here's a good way to that even after we come back to church, have we lost the group? What, what you know? So we'll, we'll look at those things. And we'll we'll come and sit back down and discuss. Sister, do you have a question? Yeah. Sister, if, she look. if we're streaming this, can't you go back say Wednesday and look at it? No. Well, he does, you. If we were to share the option, but he doesn't want it to be shared okay. past that. He time wants it to be real time. For the reason. For the reason. Yeah, that exact reason. Okay, that's yeah. why I asked because if we could see it later in the week, there would be, to me, there would be no need for DVDs. Mm -hmm. So you could look at it. Anyway. Right, and for him, for him, his reason for not leaving it up there is people would get to the point where they say, I don't even go to church, I can just go home. I don't even okay. get up and worship my yeah. get it later. Get it later. Okay. And they'll say, well, I, I missed last Sunday. I, I, I go back and get them and watch it again. Like, mm -hmm. you know. But then you have that age group. I'm sorry, go ahead, Ms. Sugar. No. Oh. I'm just a question. How will, we, how will the park be situated if you use the park and you're doing social distancing? The yeah, I can ask Timmy, did they want to do a praise group? Well, I, what, you know, are we under uh, yeah. a number? Yeah. Uh, 
A praise team. Still you, you, you know the rules are they like, rules change all the time, but they supposed to only have so many people within a certain amount of distance for a certain amount of time. Okay, the next question. For the most part, who are how many people in your choir are singers that can sustain number wise? How many guys? What are the altos? How many altos do you need to have a choir sound? They, they use, I don't think they went through Facebook. Uh, no, they went through, I don't okay. know how they did, I just know that they crashed. Yeah. That's why I just asked that question. It's, it's oh. Facebook website, so Facebook should be the one that got the bandwidth. Um, mm -hmm. we, we sit in there. They use them. We sit in there, so it's not us that control them. Right. So it won't matter how many folks. Yeah, it's all the Facebook right. Yeah, generally, I've seen as many as 7,000. Mm -hmm. I've seen as many as 9,000. They use an outside uh, streaming company. No, no, because it's individual, it's individual paging, so no. Yeah, yeah. I know, you know, it can get jammed. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty common, and that's been common for the last four or five years now. But also, 
also Brother Phil, uh, the sound quality when we did Tommy's thing was different because I used a separate mic for my phone. Sure. So it makes the quality a lot different. Sure. So. And so I, I have three that I can use, but I don't have a piggyback. My piggyback didn't come in where mm -hmm. I can use two at one time. Yeah. But I'm going to go down to Allen's to see if they have a long enough mm -hmm. that I can run one from the uh, pool pit. Yeah, so I've been wrapping my brain around how to do the best way to do that. Mm -hmm. Eventually, if we get really serious about it, we're gonna have to invest in some money. Like the soundboard we got is perfect. There's this one little part that's, that doesn't come with it that you have to buy that you can plug directly into the laptop that mm -hmm. I'm telling you about. And it feeds all of that to you. Right. And it makes a world of difference. Yeah, right now, I'm, And it makes a big, big difference. Yeah, it's crystal clear. The audio feed we're getting from the board will go directly into the laptop. We'll send it to yep. the different things. My question, over the laptop or? Well, so the laptop acts as a hub. Yes. And so that hub will feed, it'll do an audio feed to your phone. Yeah. I know. If that make, does that make sense? Yeah, I got, I got a chance to do that thing too. But I know we used to have a computer that was ready to do all this. Well, that's, we have some of that stuff. And that's that too. If we got that, we should easily be able to connect that HDMI and the out, audio out to that. And that way we can be able to control everything. But we can, we can try. No, that's not that's yeah. later on. Yeah, I can say it's long term. Yeah. Because. Granted, this church of God in Christ and can do a little extra sometimes. But if you get a chance, I'll, I'll send it to you all that have Facebook. Uh, Larry Lee streams in his mm -hmm. dad's church every Sunday. Well, every, just about every day of the week at that church. Mm -hmm. uh, and they do they do a live feed with live sound. You can hear you can hear everything. Everything. My question was, you prefer? We know that church got the echoes and everything else, different spots, and they drop out. Would it be better to have a live sound, or would one come straight through the Straight to the booth because you can eventually straight to the booth because you can clean up a lot of that stuff. Yeah, uh, you take a lot of that room to lay that out. But that's that's on down the road. But the the mics I'm talking about using for Sunday, which I'll only be able to use one because I don't have the piggyback, or just your uh, high quality oh, lapel. Yeah, <laughs> five dollars. I have to order it, and I'm going to go to uh, Allen's tomorrow to see if maybe he's got one down there. Mm -hmm. Also, this is not long enough, and so what I did for oh, Tommy's, no. I put it on my lapel. We didn't even do that. We got stuff. I have a bunch of junk in that organization that uh -huh. you can use to make it. To make it okay. You ain't got to worry about That'll that. work, and that way we'll have quality sound coming from because. So, uh, if I donate $10, we have free
You know, no, right now we got. No, no, I, I got you. I got you back, so can we get it? Yeah, I mean, I you know that's no problem. It's not it's not an expensive piece at all. And what it does, it'll allow me to run more than one line, so I could put one line up there on the organ. I could put one line on the um, uh, pulpit. I can run my other line. That way, you're getting crystal clear quality sound. They will be able to understand every word that is said, every song that is sang. I mean, they will understand it very clear. When you run uh, live. Sometimes the sound is very distorted, and sometimes, because of your cam- camera quality, the picture is very distorted, and so it looks like waves. So this will keep you from having that wave in your sound, in your audio. So <clears throat> that's no problem. It's very inexpensive. Now, however, there is a piece, there is a, I forgot what the mic is called, where we could station it on the, that's a little bit more costly, not much more, but I forgot what that mic is called, uh, where we can station it on the pulpit and it'll pick up uh, a wide perimeter of sound and it will cancel out any noise. It will uh, also pick up from your back, from your front door to the pulpit. It's that powerful. It's not that expensive as well. You're talking about under $100 for that. But for right now, for tomorrow, I mean for Sunday, say, we'll have to use something like this so that we have clarity. If you get a third one, just let me know. Uh, I'll run back to this one. Okay, I have three. Yeah, okay. Well, I got, uh, I want to so what do you need me to get? I just need, I need a three-prong piggyback. If we're going to run three, I need three-prong. Alan should have. You got to get three-prong piggyback. She's going out. Yeah, so I'm going to go to Alan. Talk to, uh, yeah, uh, I know. If Bryce is there, talk to Bryce or Brandon. Okay. Brandon. I think it's Brandon I've been dealing Brandon with. Yeah. He was telling me that he works with you before. So, so that's what I'm talking about. It's going to come out. It's going to come. No, it's not going to come out any of the speakers. No. It's going, is that what you Yeah, I was thinking that we could do that, have one come out the speakers and just go direct to your phone. That would be Oh, it wouldn't be able to. No. That's, that's what you're asking. It wouldn't be able to do that. No. And I wouldn't you're even want to. Directly from the because those speakers, it's, it's weird. The speakers, they're not powered. And so the only signal they're getting is from the mm-hmm. right. I have enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm saying, you all, you're the intelligent. Y'all smart. I'm telling you. And it's all good because these are things that you know that we don't know. And we have to rely on your expertise. We have to rely on your, your recommendations. You all know this is something that is right in your field. Now, if you ask me about the book of John, <laughs> well, then I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you why he wrote it, everything. If you ask me about some baby back friends, So let's let's go through. Was this, should we be taking notes of the things we're going to do? Because I don't want to take notes. Yeah, okay, thank you. Um, you said hey, you got enough for how long? About six foot, maybe? Mm-hmm. Wow. There's a bunch of junk in there. So, wow. So, I want to make sure, because I, I shouldn't have written stuff down. We're not going to put the scriptures on the screen. Correct. We're going to oh. go bare minimum. And so, PowerPoint and all this stuff is out for now. For now. We're going to do. I want to say three pigs in a blanket. <laughs> what, is, what is a pig? We're going to get some pigs. 
piggybacks, right? We're going to get those for Sunday, okay? Okay. So we're going to look at a praise team this okay? You got the signs. We're holding up on DVDs for now, right? So I need to operate camera, okay? So that will limit that. We got the tripods already. You have one? A what now? Tripod. Yes, I have one. That'll be tall enough to do it. But see, I would say about center, but you're saying maybe not do it center. You say do it at the first one, maybe kind of off center, just a little bit. Okay. And then when we get all the way we need, we'll, we'll go from. Okay. Are we saying one hour? One hour. So that means literally, honestly, wherever I am, this is, okay, I don't know how you, this is what they used to do in Chicago. I don't know how you, I don't know how to, uh, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Yes, I do, but it's starting to make sense. When they used to do the old radio broadcast in Chicago, you know, they had so much time on the station. Initially, the maximum time was 30 minutes. Some were able to do an hour. But a lot of times, when the choir sang, they made announcements and all that, the preacher get up, a lot of time would be gone. So by the time he got into the sermon, sometimes it'd be 15, 20, 30 minutes. But they would have him still preaching, and we just do it morning star all the time. They would have him still preaching, but somehow uh, you have an announcer where they say, This has been such a such a broadcast, and da 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 Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next Sunday, blah, yada, yada. But that's going to be your prelude before the service. Yeah, but I mean, but if I'm not done. Just a prelude, just a prelude to service. Yeah, saying. Like the and stuff I got to make. Okay, yes. so you are going to have a free line. Yes. Yes. And all it does is get, and I'm going to ask you what the scriptures are that you're coming from. And we can preload that. I can preload that. She can, she can, let me know. I'm working on some things right now. Okay. Won't be until tomorrow at 6 a.m. Okay, I'm waiting to hear from Jesus. All right, make it 6.05. 6.05. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I think. A free live show, scripture on screen. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to go into the choir of the scene, praise team of the two songs. Mm -hmm. Are you going to have any kind of prayer or anything before Yeah, that? I thought about doing like a script. You know how we do the call of worship? That doesn't come Yeah, do the call of worship. Or do, we do, that? do they do all that? Yeah. No, they I mean, really. unless they're doing a full, like if they yeah. broadcast their full service. Yeah. Uh, so we just have, have to. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to how much time you're going to need to share. Mine, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do 40 minutes. Charlie does an hour, 57 minutes. I'm looking for the hair. 49. <laughs> I got a question, guys. I got a question. One hour and one minute. <laughs> and Pastor Ed Copeland does an hour, sometimes five minutes. Just want you to know. <laughs> so when your when your hour is up, you just stop preaching. I see the thing is this. You know what I, I do? Uh, 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 what I've done on Sundays, like that's it. I know that might be tacky, but I, I I always try to keep people attention for so long. I don't know. One thing we need to eventually get Mr. Lee's on is uh, and we're gonna continue to live stream like you. One thing uh, Pastor Dave has, if you look at the, the clock, the clock, it's a countdown clock. Yeah. It keeps you. Keeps I see you. that. That's what a lot of guys do. They have a countdown. <laughs> I know that they do that right now. But can somebody?
somebody even stand up right after five minutes. Oh, okay. yeah. Somebody in the back of the church say, Sister Sheila, that's an the beginning. It would be an introduction to service, to the service. Introduction. Yes. Mm -hmm. about the of the service. service. Yes, mm -hmm. introduction of the service. Question, can you do that at the end of the service? Have like a little exit thing too? Yeah, so like, I'll send it to you. If you watch ESPN on YouTube, when they finish their little segment, it'll be like Stephen A. at the end. Thank <laughs> you for watching. Type you uh, if you uh, <laughs> do not know or uh, would like to know more about Christ, you live in a church home. You can do it once you do the first one. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it's out like after the end of it. Yeah, we can get out and then start another thing to do. Okay, y'all gotta help me remember all this. I'm telling you, I've been up for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I can see this. The introduction to the service. After that, the choir comes to me. After the choir sings the first thing, sing the first song, so you come in with the message. So we're at the end of your message. Then you're going to come and you're going to do all your remarks with the invitation, uh, prayer, So when we come in, I'm sorry, not when we come in, we'll bug your inside. If it's just going to be us, okay, so when we announce about the doors of the church, are we still going to do that? The doors of the church are open? No. no, no. I'm just going to say, you know, if you want to know more about Jesus Christ, you have to go down and get all of it. 
please contact us so we can share. No, I'm talking about when you said it at the beginning, Walker, when you said that the doors of the church are open, however, we will be live streaming as well. You kind of gave an option that they could come. And that's all I'm going to ask you, too. Are you going to have deacons out front or just have the door? But I wanted to get all the information that would, you know, so we can, uh, that all the information is correct. I still think we need your email. Okay. All right, so let me back up. The deacon stuff we're going to handle on a different method rather than, okay, that's fine. I just want to try to figure out, especially those who don't do the cash app and stuff. Can we? See, and, and, see, and the reason I'm using it is because. They plan this in advance this church in uh, Murfreesboro. They, my friend's church, they, uh, they set it up way, when they knew that they were going to be shut down. See, this is their uh, second Sunday being shut down. And so they had it where they have like 30 some deacons because they have three services. And the 8 o'clock service, somebody's covered. The 9 30 service, somebody's covered. And then the uh, noon service, somebody's covered. Different deacons are covering those different mm -hmm. services. Is it possible while we're going through this? I know it's temporary. Uh, a mailbox that's locked that people can leave their offering in this slotted mailbox that nobody could get in, but maybe for the Lord? Yeah, but what would we put? I, I mean, how would I mean, is it a way to put? Because this would be one I can get in, a mailbox. I don't even ask that. What is the office hour? I know they're the same, but since we don't have any an office manager, what are the office hours? So that's part of the Yes. Okay. Uh, 
one of the pre-recording, not pre-recorded, one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to do an opening prior to the kickoff. Yes, pre-recorded, yes. Okay. And so it'll be, you know, welcome, blah, 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 and I need the announcements. If you all can give me the announcements and all that, put them on the pulpit, I'll stand there and do the announcements. About the giving and all of that, I just need them in bold print. Okay, then I'll do that. Um, then the choir will go into singing. Um, after they sing a song or two, then I'll go into the message. Um, you all will have the scripture in advance. I'm working on that. I'm going to try to work on that. Uh, once you have the scripture in advance, uh, then I just have to preach. Um, at the close of my sermon, when somebody needs to type and text me so I can put it in the sermon, we'll do the invitation as it relates to if you want to know more about Jesus Christ, contact us, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, Sermon should be no more than 42 minutes. I mean, you all have time to sing. Okay. Okay, I got a question. Are you record the exit and everything that's before beforehand? Like when we get here at 9 o'clock, y'all can record that on the iPad y'all can do it. It's too late to do this, but show my child opens up. You see how he opens up? You do it all the time for newscasts. Mm -hmm. uh, do you do that when you had to do our tapes for the TV? Mm -hmm. So like you have to do, do a tapes for the TV? We have to put our tapes on TV. Remember you said Aaron 37 cable? It's not been that long. No, what are you saying? Then we remember how we had an opening for our tapes that we had on TV on channel oh. 37 for the come um first that's yes. Something like that. Yes. It was the one your mom should have one. He talks like 49, 48 years. We got a little soon. That's, yeah, I think that's right. I want to throw it on TV. Oh, my God. You want to put it on TV? Yeah. Pastor, how many deacons do you want to sign? You want all the deacons? Brother Harry. First of all, Brother Hunter, Brother William, Brother Carter. Um, all of them have health challenges. Um, the only one, I'm not sure if he's available for Franklin. He still got a little he's stuff sick. going on so, here. So he doesn't need to come. Maybe you, uh, Ms. Leon's going to be gone. That's going to be here now. Okay, you, Ms. Leon, and, and, and of course, I, I'm sure he will want to be involved with Robert Ford. That, that would be good. And then probably Ryan Anderson.
people like brother Sonny was telling me that he said he wants it but he didn't know how to do it I told him that sister Vivian she is a member on the HSNBC page but there were several people asking we got a like Harrison Street yeah, page. Uh, yeah I, I, I was on the Facebook page okay let me ask you a quick question um, If I had the information, I could go in there now and make an announcement. I could put a little robe on mm -hmm. and do it right now. But I need the information. I hate it. feel as if I'm talking about what I'm saying. And so, you know, like I said, you know, leaning against the street. Um, see, if I had what Trump has said, or if I had the injunction that's been said, I, I could say that if I could. said I was going to do a public, I was going to do a PSA okay. for the church concerning, you know, uh, the uh, the live streaming. When are you going to do it? To, it'll be today or early tomorrow. Okay. Here's what I need to do. Sister Sheila, and you need to get together so that we'll have the same thing going on at the same time. Okay. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Whatever her letter says, I need you, you can put those things down and that'll be perfect.
your own. Who's a good transcriber? Don't don't make a point, Miss. Miss. Okay, can you get? Okay, you got this. Whatever you're saying, that's not need to be saying. Okay, right. So okay, so that that's good. Okay. Uh, but, or even. But he did have it right. It's from Charles Dickens, the novel Tell It to See. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. We had everything before us. We had nothing before. I think a good shot would be. I think a great shot for the pre would be right there in front of the pool pit. Just with nothing but Pastor Hudson yeah. giving uh, it deliverance. Did the light come on the hub? Yes, it is. You back up. Thank you, guys. Everybody, appreciate you so much. Thanks so much. Uh,